This week on The Wise Guys. So my love language is words of affirmation and acts of service. And I need those two for reconfirmation. It plays a role in my relationship because for me it doesn't matter what you what you say is what is what you do. And some of the best relationships I ever had was that person showing me like how far they're willing to go for me or what they're willing to do for me. And it don't always it don't it's not even about materialistic for me because it's not, but they show your loyalty to me. You have to show it through what you do. Like anything, like it doesn't matter if like you supporting me, anything that I do, or you uplifting me in something I do, like those things are very important to me. I do the same for if I'm in a relationship with others, like I'll definitely like to show acts of kindness. Hey, what's up everybody? This is Mark Pruden, and you're now tuning in to the Wise Guys Podcast. Brought to you by Flowered Concrete. Yo, 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 what's going on? What's going on? This is your boy, Kevin McGlad. And this is Mark Pruden. And we're back for another episode of the Wise Guys Podcast. Mark, how you holding up this week, bro? What's going on? Hey, doing well, living the dream, man. You're just grinding. <laughs> <laughs> just grinding it out, man. You know, same old thing, man. The grind never stops. How about you? Um, same here, man. Just grinding, still working with the boys. That's right. We're starting to get more boys into the program. We've, we've got three now. Wow. Um, so uh, we can house up to eight boys in our program. Right. So I'm telling you, when we get to four or five, it's going to be a little heavy. So I bet. We're just trying to stay afloat until that starts happening. Again. Right. Just keeping track of all of them and, uh, you know, everything that you do, man. A lot of work. So sure, I'm sure. with you. And I'm still, like, about, uh, I want to say, uh, couple of weeks out from the fall term, fall semester at right. Goldman University where I teach. Um, that's going to be interesting because we're going to have to go to school and uh, within the, so get this, so within the two hours of working, like six, let's say I, I'm, I'm teaching from 6 to 8 p.m., mm-hmm. I have 30 students signed up for that one class, but they're not all going to be there at the same time. Half of the class is going to be there for the first hour and the other half is going to be there for the second hour. Oh, so there's going to be like social distancing in the classroom. Yeah. Wow. I thought they wouldn't open. Colleges for sure, yeah, we're going back in the fall. Wow, because not, not 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 every single last college, right? But you know, that's my field. So I stay in tune. Gotcha. The majority of colleges will be open. Wow. Oh yeah, that's true. Because so, I saw something interesting. Harvard actually said they wouldn't be opening up until twenty twenty one. I think that's a smart move. Yeah, that's probably the best move. But the tuition's not changing. Yeah, <laughs> which is crazy. Which is crazy. Which it's robbery. But um, but yeah, man. So I will be practicing socially distance teaching in the fall. So wow. Be a little weird. I actually need to take some time out this week to start looking at my lesson plans and figure out how I'm going to make it all work. Yeah. Because believe it or not, I'm teaching one in-person class, but then I'm also teaching a hybrid class where mm. um, it'll be taught the same day earlier in the morning. Right. But then at the same time, one week we're there. So in this other class, one week we're there and the other week we're online. So wow. Truly amazing, man. I, I think I took a hybrid class once when I was in school. So, yeah, I definitely know what you're talking about, man. Yeah, man. So, it's just interesting to see how all that will play out. So, we'll see. Yeah. We will see. Um, episode 29 today. The Language of Love. Okay. All right. So, we're going to go. <laughs> but also, too, you know, our show is a show that's very versatile. So, when I Absolutely. Love, I don't mean love in terms of a relationship. I mean love in terms of loving your family, your friends. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. That's something we all, you know, take part in in our lives, man. So, it's all real. 
Also today, uh, Wasmi, we will also be introducing our new segment today, which is called Words from the Wise. Interesting. The way Words from the Wise works is that our fans, they either call in through Anchor Mm -hmm. and talk with us in real time live, or if they're working that day, let's say, and they can't make the shoot, you know, through the phone, right? They can also leave a voicemail for us in regards to the topic itself. So actually, we have one person who has who has actually dialed in, and she has actually left a voicemail. This is actually one of our really, really, really closest Titan supporters. So shout out to her. I'll mention her name in a little bit. But she yep. Tweeted, she truly, totally supports the Wise Guys, and I can't wait for that segment so we can kind of share her thoughts and just elaborate upon it. That's okay. Sounds great. Excellent. Man. So. Today's show, bro, there's really no questions. It's just two segments, and, you know, we're just going to talk like boys and things. Right. I wanted to talk about the lack of emotion. When it comes to love, why does the lack of emotion sometimes plays a part in terms of people miscommunicating and not understanding? For example, like with a girl, right? If she feels a certain type of way about something that happened, like, oh, my gosh, and she starts freaking out about it, and then you show no emotion. Right. She feels a certain type of way. It's like, this really means a lot to me. You know, Sparky just died, and you don't really give a shit right. about Sparky's death. Right, you know? right. And maybe you never had a dog, you never cared, whatever, whatnot. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't affect you because you've never experienced it. You know what I'm saying? It's true. And I know one thing I get a lot when it comes to women, whether it's in a current relationship right now or prior relationships, is that I'm very aloof, meaning that if something happens and we get into an argument or, you know, whatever, whatnot, I won't show emotion towards it, meaning that. I'll probably pull back, I'll pull away, mm-hmm. and I do it more so because I don't want to bring the drama to it. I right. don't want to fight, I don't want to argue, I kind of just want to fade out and step off because like, I just don't want to deal with this right now, I just right. want to recoup and chill. But to some women, or to your sister, or to your mom, they may look at it as if, as if you don't care. I, I told you about the issue I was dealing with earlier. Exactly. They may look at it as if like, you're a jerk and you don't care, but that's not the case, it's just sometimes you're aloof. Yeah, it's very true. So what do you think about that in terms of the lack of emotion and how people may interpret that, um, whether it's in a relationship or, you know, even a family dynamic, friendships, business, whatever, whatever you want to speak to. Yeah, I mean, I think that, um, like you said, I mean, everyone's experiences are different and everyone expresses things in different ways. You know, you may, you like, you may just not be an emotional person, but there's, you may be dealing with someone who's actually very expressive and emotional. So there's always going to be a miscommunication. But as long as there's understanding, it can be worked out. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I also was raised in a Haitian household. Raised, being raised in a Haitian household, hey, suck up fetch. Shout out to all my Haitians out there. <laughs> uh, but being raised in a Haitian household is pretty tough because if, you're, if your dad beats the shit out of you, he's going to be like, why are you crying? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or if your mom yells at you, she's just like, whatever. Or like, if you get great grades in school, your parents will be like, oh, cool. Who's your brother to do that? Why should we care about this? Right. You know, you're expected to be phenomenal, you know? Right, right. When you watch, like, the sitcoms on TV, it's all like, oh, my gosh, did you hear that? Jim, Jimmy just got an A in, 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 in Scientology. Like, right. Oh, my gosh, my it's crazy. Exactly. Crazy. Yep. And then they're making this big extravaganza bonanza on the yep. show about Jimmy getting an A, and then that is like, how do you get that? He's dumb as rocks. You know right. I mean? And, you know, you know the, the cute, cheeky sitcom, but I feel as if real life is not like that. I feel as if real life is just like, oh, you got an A, cool, keep going, bro. Um, um, or like you get a 97 on that math test and you're really horrible at math, but you really push yourself. Why didn't you get a 100? I'm sure you've heard that so many times in life by your parents. Oh, well, why, why didn't you do better? Or, you know, you got a 95, and, you know, why didn't you get this? It kind of reminds me of um, episode, uh, I think it was episode 12 it was. Episode 12, which was, um, 
what was episode 12 the parenthood mm-hmm. and um you know you were saying you know when we grow up our parents are kind of like you know you know second grade is the most important year you got to do good uh third grade is the most important year you got to do good fourth grade is the most important year you got to do good you know and like you're like okay i gotta do great i gotta do good and then you're like hey mom look look at my test i got a 95 on my pre-algebraic test it's like I expected that. Next time, try to get a 98, son. It's like, right. what the hell? It's like, where's the emotion? Yeah, that psychology of numbers is always interesting when it comes to humans because you'll never be satisfied. You know, if you get 100, it's always going to be like, what's coming next? What are you going to get on the next test? Oh, you made a million. What are you going to do next year? You know, it's a never-ending thing. And when you set these expectations or, you know, even when you have accomplishments, people are always going to be wondering, what comes next? What will you do next? So, Success and um, satisfaction is always short-lived when you're dealing with accomplishments or numbers. Oh, I got my associates. Okay, you're going to get that bachelor's next, right? <laughs> and what if you weren't? Then it's like, wait, no, I wasn't getting my bachelor's next. I just have no. Now you feel dumb. Yeah. <laughs> now you now you feel now you feel like it's inadequate. You know. Oh, you got your bachelor's. What are you gonna do the master's next? It's like, can we talk about this bachelor's though that I just got? There is never any satisfaction. Yeah. Whether it's from the child or the parent, and I feel as if like whether it's talking about relationships, um, a, a love relationship between a man and a woman, or like even parents and, and their children. Yeah. We can train our children, or train our spouse, or whatever, or, or, or kind of put them in a predicament to start believing that this isn't enough. I gotta do more for her. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I, 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 I didn't have a big enough birthday party from for my wife this year. Oh, next year I gotta go crazy. I, you know what? I'm gonna buy a yacht. That's gonna get her. You know what I'm saying? And, and then, yeah, I mean, yeah. There's it's hard, very hard to satisfy with numbers or or material things because, you know, Christmas morning can come for your children and you can give them a mountain of toys, but in two weeks it's as if it never happened. So if yeah, if you're trying to if you're trying to satisfy yourself with numbers or grades or degrees or houses, cars, there's never going to be enough, you know. That that psychology of more, you know. There's you're always going to want more. It never ends. It's interesting that you say that. I'm, I'm going to get back to the relationship aspect in a second. Yep. You know, because I like what you're saying about you're always going to want more. But I also want to just make it in terms of like how you grow up. You know, whether you're spoiled, you're not spoiled. Bro, every Christmas, when I think about it, I was let down. I never got the PlayStation I wanted. Right. I never got the Nintendo. I'll tell you what I got. Socks. Yeah. Drawers. I feel you. Shirts. And it got to a point where it was just like, I was ungrateful as a kid. I didn't understand it. Because when I would go over to my cousin's house, and her and my other cousin were being showered with PlayStations and, you know, easy bake ovens. You think me and Sammy were upset? We were living. Right. Yeah. We were, we, were, we were totally furious. It got to the point when we were like, what, 12, 13, 14? Like, just give us the money, bro. We don't want nothing. Right. Shit just give us the money and we'll make our own way, you know? But what I've learned, I don't know if I can apply this in a way. Mm-hmm. What I've learned is that never never getting everything I wanted for Christmas by my parents and getting what I thought I deserved or whatever the case was, I feel as if it's made me as down to earth and as humble as I am. I'm not, I'm not materialistic. Yeah. I'm super simple. Super humble. I mean, you see the car I drive, right? I drive a 2005, you know, Hyundai Elantra. Right. And even though, you know, my students one time when I was teaching back at um, West Middle, shout out to that school, um, they pressured me like, yo, mister, you should be driving a Tesla. I was like, a Tesla? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't even know how money works if I right. should really drive a Tesla. Like, yeah. There's, there's levels to this, you know? And I say that to say, Mark, I could easily go out right now and buy another car if I wanted to. Of course. To, but I don't want 
to because I'm already paying like a good 200 and change for my car insurance. Why would I want to go get a new car, lease it, or buy it, you know, right off, pay five, six hundred dollars for it for my insurance as well in addition to my monthly car payment? I'm not right. doing that. I'd rather put my money towards something else. But I think the reason why I'm okay is because I still have something to push from point A to point B. Right. It's simple. I'm just regular, just a regular dude. Yeah. I think my parents, the how they raised me and how they raised me in this way of never having too much expectations and just kind of just being definitely man i yeah i was i can agree with that i mean i i had some excellent christmases but um i, w- I was raised to be very you know thankful i did not have one excellent christmas I'm just oh well okay, yeah, yeah yeah I, f- I feel you i was de- i was definitely raised to to be um grateful you know even if i received a pencil for christmas man i i mean i wouldn't be ecstatic but I, i'd be very thankful for that pencil but it's just just the way I'm just a simple guy, like you said. You, we're very simple people, and you you know you said you know through your experiences made you, you know a bit more simple and and just accepting of things. But you know I, I'm pretty much the same way. You know just always, uh, it's not feeling like we're owed anything. It's just like whatever I get, I get, and I just got to work and get what I want for myself. So totally agree. It's not worth you know putting yourself through all the payments just to show off and let people admire it. Yeah. Imagine how taxing that is upon one's mind. It's just like, yo, like, what can I do to please this person? Because at one point, it might drive me insane. You're saying to yourself, like, I need to do this to show and prove my love to you and prove right. that I care. But honestly, you should be thankful and grateful just to be with me or to be in my presence. Right. Yes, it's not about the material things, man. And then some people have built their relationship off of material things, but you can't be mad at her. You trained her to want that stuff. You feel what I'm saying? It would have never gotten that far if you didn't kind of sustain it. She wants the 5K diamonds because you gave her the 5K necklace. So you trained it. You can't be mad now. I mean, if if you didn't like a woman that was, you know, in love with these things, it should have never gotten that far anyway. So. So I kind of wanted to move into our second segment of the day. Uh, Finding and showing love. All right. Finding and showing love. So, you know, everyone wants love. Everyone wants to find good love, right? But once you find it, how do we go about showing love in the most healthy and as well as the most soundest ways that that, that are possible? What do you think? I mean, I'd just say just communicate, man. Just be honest and communicate. That's the only thing I, I know to do. You know, it's just if you keep it real and you try to understand the other person's point of view, I don't see how, you know, if you guys are compatible, I don't see how it couldn't work out. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, that's my thoughts on it. Well, yeah, what about you? I'm with you on that. Oh, great question, bro. Um, when it comes to showing love, I think you should always, there should always be a solid foundation. Like, they always say that before you get into a relationship, you have to truly love yourself first. So I think that there should be a foundation within yourself knowing what you are comfortable with and right. what you're not comfortable with, you know? Right. And as the, the more you get to know the person, love the person, you want to shower them with more extravagant things or whatever with them. But I also think at the same time that you shouldn't show love in a way if you're not prepared for it. Like, I'm not going to go into you know, my bank account or go into my credit card and max out 6, 7K because I want to prove to this girl that I love her. Right. Or I want to prove 
you know, to the world that, you know, like, she's mine or, like, you know, that, you know, nothing's going to separate us, come between us, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's like, it's, at the end of the day, she's happy, and I want her to be happy, but that's really me. Because how, how, how am I and her going to build after that? Right, it's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel as if, like, a lot of relationships aren't built on the backbone of foundation and as well as the backbone of just take your time, bro. Just yeah. build. Just yep. build. You don't have to go out here and, you know, shock the world for shock value in regards to your diamond crusted ring or your fancy vacation, whatever, whatnot. Yeah. Because at one point in your life, you will get there. Just work hard. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And I know it's easier said than done, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not Kanye and I'm not, and I'm not Kim. I'm not trying to be like that. Right. I'm not Jay and I'm not Bay. I understand they got a type of money that I do not have right now. Hopefully one day I will, but at the moment I don't. So I'm not going to try to put on this stuff to make myself look good. You know? Yeah, it's very expensive to, to act like you got it, man. Anybody I've been there. Yeah, I've been there, man. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's interesting because I kind of want to segue to the next portion of our show. So there's love languages, right? There's a whole bunch of different acts of service. Right. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, touch, you know, people like receiving gifts, you know, a whole bunch of these things. I, look, ladies, I'm not going to go down and break these things down because uh, right. it's so much. And to me, it's a, it's a chemistry equation. Right. I got all different types of ways you guys have to receive love uh, and uh, as well as give it. And me too. But um, I wanted to move on to um, our new segment of the show this season, right, called Words from the Wise. Okay. So you know how we usually do word to the wise, but words from the wise. And so for today's show, I actually... For today's show, I actually have, check it out, one of our good supporters. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know? Huge supporter. Huge, huge supporter of the show. I got to shout her out. Tasia. The one and only. The one and only Tasia. Shout out to you. I think she's Connecticut, born and raised, but she currently resides out in Jersey. I just want to shout you out for actually calling into the show and leaving a voicemail for the words from the wise, uh, you know, for the words for the wise segment. So I'm actually going to play her segment right now for the listeners to hear. Yes. And then I kind of want you to expound upon what she's saying, and, and you know, we'll just wrap it up a little bit. For sure. All right, here we go. That was awesome. Absolutely. Totally awesome. So I just want to say, Tasia, shout out to you. You're yeah, shout out to you. We appreciate you. You're the first person, the first person doing word from the, from the wise. We'll never forget that. Our first word from the wise. Yeah. Caller. Number one. Number one. And we thank you so much for that. And she's a real, real, real cool woman. You know what I'm saying? She's, 
you know, someone like us that's trying to grow and prosper and evolve and change your life, you know. So we appreciate when people are on that same wavelength with us. And yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's awesome and um, honest, honest and transparent. I mean, so it's you know great when you hear someone that knows what they want because so many people still learning, Absolutely. but she knows. But she knows. Yeah. So you know, to reiterate, you know, to all the listeners out there in the wise community, Tasia said that words of affirmation and acts of service are the two most important love languages to her because. If she's with a partner, she wants to be affirmed. She wants that person to push her, inspire her, to let her know that she's on the right path. She's doing what she needs to do. Right. And also, too, and I know you heard when she said, too, in terms of active service, words don't mean anything if there's no actions behind it. That's so true. About everything she said. Well, it's very true. I mean, um, you know, words without action is, is just manipulation. So I, I totally agree, and um, I'm sure she has experience, and she's went through people that talked more than they did, and uh, she's learned from that, and she knows what she wants, and that's amazing. She she sounds like a, you know, the type is like, you know, what have you done for me lately? That you know, you know what I'm saying, and that's that's accurate. That's great because um, you want to be aware of how you're treated. You know, you want to be aware of if if um, the other person is actually giving you the same love and respect that you're giving you don't want it to be an equal playing field so I, I like that what she said was open it was honest and it was fair most of all it wasn't one-sided she said she does the same thing that she expects to receive so i i can't argue with that i agree yeah and tasia we appreciate you sweetie thank you for calling in and leaving a voicemail for us uh, that we played today that was our very very first ever voicemail number yep pretty cool number one number one and we hope you call in more in the future. We'd like yeah. to hear some other new voices as well. You know? Oh, yeah. We don't bite. Please, people, whether it's a voicemail or whether you want to call in live, we'd love to hear from you. Right? Most definitely. I'm looking forward to uh, number two, three, and four. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, man, we're, we're open and we're, we're just uh, ready to, to hear your opinion. You know, that's what it's all about. Absolutely. So, we're actually going to close out the show uh, with our words of the wise segment. So I'm actually going to go first because I know the first two episodes of the season is the first time. Gotcha. So I, I think, bro, my word to the wise today is compassion. When it comes to, you know, the languages of love and whatnot, right. have compassion for your fellow man or woman. Right. Put yourself in their shoes. Mm-hmm. If there is an argument going on, if right. there is a predicament or a situation you find yourselves in, yeah. you guys can argue as much as you want back and forth, Right. That's valid because everyone has the right and is entitled to feel the way they feel. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, never be so full of yourself that you don't put yourself in that person's shoes and try to come from their, come from their perspective. It's true. Definitely. That's, um, I can totally agree with that. And um, I think my, my word, with the wi- word for the wise would be um, just analyze, mm-hmm. you know. Because, you know, words have a lot of, a lot of strength to them. And uh, if we don't think and analyze before we speak it can it can bring about a lot of uh miscommunications i mean the way men and women think and feel are totally different and uh sometimes we have to try to be a bit more understanding on how the opposite sex feels and how they think and and how they react to what we say and do so sometimes you want to keep it real but you want to keep it really customized yeah just so because you know who you're talking to. You know what's going to trigger them. So you got to kind of customize your approach. Yeah, that's what I feel. Yeah, that's good. I love it. Excellent. So 
So that is our show for today, ladies and gents. Please check us out you know, online on social media. We're at BeWiseGuysNYC. And again, if you love this show, if you love this episode, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to The Wise Guys. We're all over the place. We're all over the place, all right? <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, YouTube, wherever podcasts can be found. Shout out to our, our, our provider, our host provider, Anchor. You know, they, they hold us down in terms of like, you know, helping us put the show together as well as like sequencing and organizing. So shout out to them. Definitely. It's been beautiful. I mean, shout out to um, our listeners from India. I think it's amazing that we have listeners from across the globe. Yes. And yes. Uh, India, I think Germany. Yes. We have a few places. I'm, I'm actually mind blown at the fact that we, we have, you know, people from all around the world, all walks of life, tuning into the Wise Guys NYC. Yeah. Me too. Beautiful thing, man. It is a completely, completely beautiful thing. So with that being said, ladies and gents, that is our episode for this week. Again, Tasia, shout out to you, sweetie. Thank you for yes. coming in and leaving a voicemail. And we'll be back next week, uh, Mark. Episode 30 of next week. Uh, it's about the imperfections we have as human beings. So I can't wait gotcha. to kind of get into that and talk about that a little bit. Hey, it sounds interesting. I'm ready to go. Excellent. So, as we said at the beginning of the podcast, this is your boy, Kevin Black. Uh, and this is Mark Pruden. <laughs> wise guy over here. <laughs> wise Guys Podcast. We'll see you all next week. Stay wise, guys. <laughs> <laughs>